the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. From our seventh floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Well, Rick is wandering around the studio <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> I'm here, I'm back. It is the uh, Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. I'm Dan Rackley. People change things, and it just throws Rick off completely. Did they turn your volume down? or I can't hear you. They turned my volume down. Did they down. turn your volume down? Can you not hear anything? Yeah, I okay. can hear a little bit, but I don't know what's going on. So, uh, yeah. Did they mess with you at all? No, I'm, I'm still good. Yeah, they didn't mess over here. If it ain't broke. Oh, wait a minute. It was broke. It was broke, so <laughs> fix it. Yeah. Uh, guess who's in the uh, studio? His Holiness, Rabbi Dr. Reverend. <laughs> Dr. Reverend. Rector. Wow. Rector. I have Rector. not worked hard enough for Pastor those titles. <laughs> Bradley Hamilton. <Good. laughs> there you go. Yes. Wow. He's got such an ointment oh, on him. So when you much. say his name, all heaven just sings. What's his name? Bradley Hamilton. <laughs> According to the Renfros, uh, you're like the fourth person in the Trinity. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? Anita loves you. Anita and John. I I love them. And Meemaw. Meemaw loves you even more than all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Good to have you. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Always a blast. You look different. Did you? uh, I I know you were in San Diego, what, a couple of months ago or so? Yeah, a little. Yeah, a few weeks ago. You were shark surfing or something? (laughs) Something like that. It's always something dangerous, isn't it? (laughs) Skydiving. Bungee jumping, uh, running with the bulls. Yeah, yeah. And a, uh, uh, was a shark rodeo they were having out there. And <laughs> how in the world do you get on a shark I'm, and him not know it? I'm yeah. a bit of an he adrenaline junkie, I gotta say. So if I ever go out, something like that's probably going to be how right. it happens. At least I hope. Again, did you know anyone out there? You're the kind of guy that can go anywhere, and and it's just you. You just go out to the deepest, darkest parts of the the planet. <laughs> What I mean, courage. Yeah, I, I love to travel. Um, this time I did go with another friend of mine also, you know, in ministry. And Oh, you did? Yeah, so we just got to go out there and have a little vacation. And I, I got one of my favorite cities. I love picture. San Diego. Were they under the shark? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> there was no shark involved. <laughs> no, not that I know of, at least. <laughs> you know, I've noticed that, uh, I mean, he is used to us on the show, but he still breaks out in a sweat. When when I'm talking <laughs> when you to him, talking, yeah. I <laughs> warn him ahead of time. You know, just just be ready. <laughs> well, thank God for this young man. He's shaking the planet. You know, he could have stayed as uh, the former band member in the Toby Mac band, but no, he decided <laughs> that he was. There's you know, something day wrong with your off, bell? The day off for my bell. I took it. I did not want the bell in while Anita was here because yeah. rumor had it she was going to do gonna something it, yeah. destructive Uh-oh. with it. Speaking of which, 7,000 views on the show with yes. Anita 
Renfro. Thank you. I don't know wow. if we're thanking her, probably thanking her yes. followers, but yeah. thank you for yeah, making yeah. that a big one. Yeah, and we want to say that uh, if you haven't watched it, check it out. It's on our Facebook, and share that, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, because uh, the bigger we get... Uh, that's job security for Dan and I. Amen. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have to uh, work on staff with uh, the rector here, the Reverend <laughs> Pastor Brad. Hey, you guys are awesome. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that gives me goosebumps on my on my goosebumps. Mother's Day this weekend. Oh, let me say this first: that you can do it. Uh, congratulations mm. to Bethany Ratcliffe who yeah. graduated. Come on. Whew. Yeah, the graduation ceremony is still going on. We left after they said her what? name, and uh, I think they just now got to the Z. So they're almost done. So hang in there. Now, I didn't realize that uh, I figured that all the KSU grads would be there in one place one time. No, mm-hmm. they break it up. That would, they, that would take forever if they did that. So how many days does it take for them to complete it? Is it? It's over two days, I think. Two or three it? days usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And they, they, have, they had two ceremonies yesterday. I think they had two the day before as well. So they break it up over a lot. My gracious. Mm-hmm. What is she doing today? Is she still celebrating? Uh, she was, she's at work. And she was complaining she, about having to go to work. So there you go. I said, well, welcome I'm to your graduate. adult life. I'm a graduate. I don't have to go to work. <laughs> I don't want to go to work. I guess, uh, does that mean the last check has been written for the college? Well, for her. Now, now Kaylee starts. <laughs> And then after that is Joshua, oh, so we'll be writing checks for a while. I was hoping that I could get adopted, grandfathered into the Radcliffe family so yeah. I could actually go back to college. Well, if you can and get, get a, a respectable vocation. If you could get a nice scholarship, then you're more than welcome to be part of the Radcliffe family. What kind of scholarship could I get, do you think? Uh, Don't answer man, that. The old man scholarship. <laughs> <The> old, <laughs> Mother's Day this weekend, and uh, I still, I, this morning I saw the food processor there. I remember what Anita said. So you seriously got her a food yeah, processor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because she, she wanted one? That's She wanted one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's good. And uh, now, the, like I said, the last year with the vacuum cleaner, she didn't want one. And she, after she used it, she said it sucked. So I took it back. <laughs> so uh, what was that? That, that was my instead of Must a Must have been shot. the Mexican food you had, <laughs> had last night after the graduation. Your mother, uh, you still buying? Now, you, uh, this is, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. I got a question here. Okay. Uh, for Do your kids actually buy, Kathy, a Mother's Day gift? Or do you buy it? Because, see, I'm still... I'm still buying, still buying gifts, for even for Caleb at 20, really? 27. <laughs> I think it's time you stop that. <laughs> He's just taking advantage of that. I, I think mean, so. I will. I will think, you buy something oh, for Kathy for us? Mother's Day? <laughs> do you wow. do that, or do they? No, I mean, not anymore. Usually they'll either buy something or make something Because you have girls, her. see. They care. Yeah. yeah, and they taught Joshua right. So it, either they buy something or they make it for her. Speaking of Joshua, yeah, he was in that picture on Facebook with your family, mm-hmm. which I saved that picture to my phone. Yeah. He's as tall as the girls. Yeah, he is. He's taller than <laughs> Bethany, but Bethany was wearing like uh, three-inch heels. So what he, happened? Yeah, he's he's shot up. She's kind of short anyway, but uh, he shot up, and he's about the same height as Kaylee. I saw that picture. I guess I'm thinking of the Joshua from seven years ago, yeah. and I, I was like, "My gracious, he's, he's a big boy. as tall or taller than." And the girls, what do you do for Mother's Day? Is it always the same? We we still do get gifts, but I will you say, I sister? do. Yeah, I do lean on my sister a little bit as far as what gifts to get because i you know i am worried about getting the food processor that she doesn't actually want you know so uh can we get her on the phone and find out what she does want (laughs) well this year we got her a i guess a manicure is what it's called is a technical term now are you giving away surprise (laughs) if she's watching is are you giving away no we already gave it to her because and this is awesome she literally now she's an empty nester so right so my parents are living it up now that me and my sister are finally out of the house because they have money (laughs) uh, right so she literally sends us a text and says hey 
don't come home for Mother's Day because we're going to be at the beach. So uh, wow. I love fun. that. See you later. <laughs> and That's yeah, it's great. awesome. So uh, so yeah, they're going to have a good time. So we got hers a little bit early. Will, well, they, adopt, will they adopt me? Because I thought <laughs> I'd go to the beach. I'm sure they will. <laughs> you're spot on. You two, I guess it's more your sister because she's basically giving you the idea what to get. Right. But I read this morning that uh, 40%, uh, 47% of the moms want a, a message. Yeah. I mean a massage. And <laughs> Which one? Because that's a big difference between those two. Like, huh. You have a massage. Uh, no, thirty-seven percent of uh, moms want a manicure and/or a pedi. A pedicure. Okay. Okay. In fact, I hate that term, a mani and a pedi. Manny I hate pedi. it. Yeah, that's like I bestie, sure. bestie, yeah. and what's the other one? There's another one. It just sounds very feminine to say a mani and a prezi. Prezi. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Don't say that. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, you're giving. Did you say you gave it to her? Or yep, it's, we went ahead and did it mail? before she went to the beach. So she awesome. could go ahead and get So she's got great her, nails. And... Yes, nails, hands, feet, whatever that means. Do you gone. feel slighted like I do? Because <laughs> yes. I, moms get the lion's share mm. of the gifting. Mm-hmm. Dads like get eleven ninety nine, you know, $11.99 <laughs> gift certificate or a tie. Or, or a bottle of Old Spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The rector here is going... What's that? <laughs> oh, no. He knows what Old Spice is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can't get that at the package store. <laughs> the package store? <laughs> no, that's something I don't know about. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's talk about teens uh, and how to lead them. This is the mm. expert here to the left of me. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about his podcast, too, on leadership. And we'll talk about uh, TV moms. There was a poll of the top 10 TV moms. Yeah. We'll find out if you guys uh, have uh, any idea. If your favorite television mom may be on there. And real quick, uh, because it is Throwback Thursday and we didn't talk about the intro, did you hear? Do you remember what the intro was? No, I'm 56. I don't even remember what. uh, (laughs) If I can't have you, do you remember that song? Oh, Avon Elliman from Saturday Night Fever. And it was what year? 77? 78. Yeah, very good. 78, something like that. It is Throwback Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. The most reverend Bradley Hamilton with (laughs) us. We'll be back to talk to him in seconds. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Yeah, this is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe, right here on Faith Talk Atlanta. Her hair is hollow gold. <laughs> Classic song there, Throwback Thursday, Faith Talk Live, I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Name the song, name the year. That is uh, Kim Carnes' Betty Davis Eyes. Yeah. I didn't realize she was an eye donor. And uh, that is uh, 19, I'm going to say 80, 80, 80. 81. 80, yeah, you're close. Wow, like a spiritual 81. gift. Yes, it that is. I had no idea you had, Rick. Number one song this week back in 1981. Oh, you got to bring spirituality into it. The spiritual <laughs> gift. Next thing you're going to be talking about Jesus. Has it gone that it's gone, far? It's gone to that extent, yes. Pastor Bradley <laughs> Hamilton, always great to have him. Uh, what a passionate young man and gifted as well. You say my spiritual gift is that, but you have so many and doing so many things at LifeBridge. Not, actually, not just in LifeBridge. But beyond the walls, and that's what we're called to do. We're going to talk hmm. about teens and leadership here in just a second. Uh, no oh. surprise here, Mother's Day. Did you get uh, Esther anything yet for Mother's Day? Uh. Your mom? <laughs> no. You have Esther's number? Let's call her and see. What does she want? Well, Jimmy, her favorite, probably already went over. He probably did. Baked well, her a I cake. just got her a birthday cake, or a birthday <laughs> present. What more? Do I, just, I have just to got do her a birthday cake. <laughs> well, it was, I sent her an actual birthday present, and that was. Her birthday's very close to Mother's Day. Esther, so. I'm sorry. I'm really, really, if I were your other son, you would have, I would bend over backwards and, and uh, bring you uh, truffles every, every morning. Kiss up. Because 
<laughs> My mom's going, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it is, uh, what, Thursday, almost said it Tuesday. Is. We don't want to go backward. We don't want to rewind. Uh, was it Tuesday where you had Anita? We're still recovering yeah. from that great show. So many views. Check it out if you haven't. Share it, if you will. And this one as well. No doubt this one would be 7,001. That's uh, right. Just one over. Because uh, he's going to beat Anita. And he's friends with Ed Wiley, who said, uh, what's up, Bradley, on the Facebook oh, feed. Did How's he it going, Ed? Yeah, yeah, Ed's the man. He is so funny. He is hilarious. Like, Lo- love his Trump, man. love love him. He's, yes. he's great. The Trump then, is the youth pastor is gold. Yes, it is. And then another friend of yours said that you wore that shirt yesterday. Gross is what they said. So. <laughs> you know, is that your girlfriend that people, said that? That had to be someone from my youth group because I so wore Katie for like Tindall. an hour. Oh, Katie, man, calling me out like that. I wore for like an hour on stage. Sure enough. And, uh, and you they wore knew. it again. See, if it was hey, only an hour, you're that's fine. What, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. you wear something at night, you can wear it the next day for the morning show. You know? uh, yeah. I do and, it all the time. Hey, this is supposed to be radio, right? You mm-hmm. shouldn't, shouldn't be able to see me. Anyways. Well, we're on, well, uh, we're on television <laughs> as well. You could have said that my entire closet is full of those shirts right. with the nothing, neck cut out. Yeah, nothing yeah. but Resolve yeah. shirts. Just, yeah. That's the dedication that you have. That's all you have is Resolve shirts. Well, good news, everyone. The 85 lanes are set to open this weekend. Saturday, northbound will open. <laughs> You didn't even yes. say Bradley, but that deserves a holiday. No, it does. So. And then uh, Sunday, evidently, the southbound will be good. So uh-huh. the Monday morning commute, it should be all good. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Should be. This is Atlanta, though, so you never know. <laughs> Back to its normal isn't it, a, exactly. isn't it amazing that one man can bring down a city? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No wow. kidding. Yeah, that's deep, Rick. <laughs> who, need, <laughs> who needs Al-Qaeda when you have a guy that just decided to light up some, that some, some yeah. whatever, some, some storage stuff? But uh, anyway, it is all good. I'm so excited because now I can go back the old way to go mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. down to Monroe and flip around and go 85 north. So, And everybody said, Amen! Amen, hallelujah. Uh, good to have Pastor Bradley Hamilton and all oh, the I'm angels sorry, yes. sing. <laughs> yes. Do you find that when you're walking down the street, that angels sing? Uh, if only. Man. They just yeah, follow uh... you and, and sing choruses <laughs> behind you. <laughs> you had a great childhood uh, growing up. Was your sister nice to you or mean to you growing up? Uh, was she a typical sister? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say she definitely picked on me a lot because she knew that she couldn't get in trouble. So even though I was the older sibling... She did all the, oh, you know, because the youngest, the youngest never gets in right, trouble. Right, because yeah. we'd sit in the car and she would actually, you know, pretend to poke me the whole trip. Yeah. Right. And then pretend. Yeah. Not really? Just, just get in my face, you know, yeah. just really annoying kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then when I got upset, mom would turn around, you know, the next person to talk is going to get in trouble. And <laughs> so she'd do it again. And I'd say, Kelsey, stop. And then sure enough, mom turned around and Bradley, it's always my fault, yeah. you know, and so, because you said something right. and she said the next person that says something always me. Mm-hmm. So, and so, yeah, my sister definitely knew that. So yeah. we're, we're good now. We've, you know, I've, I've processed the bitterness and we're fine, but <laughs> that's because she's off at school in Alabama and she's not sitting in the car next to you. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> That's it. Wow. What a choice, huh? Yeah. Roll tie. <laughs> so, but your mom was a good mom and great uh, mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. great mom and dad. And uh, they raised you good. They did They did a good job. Now Absolutely. they're vacationing and enjoying their uh, empty nesting, which is really cool. Looking forward to that, right, Dan? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, uh, we've got a, uh, I've got a poll here, Harris poll from uh, 2013. I'm not going to read all the moms, but tell, this, evidently this demo is, is uh, pretty old because <laughs> probably most of these. Uh, Bradley would not know. Okay. So I want you to guess who would be your number one television mom, you think? 
that would be on the on the list. Let's either, look at a demo of somewhere around maybe 30, 40, 50. I, I would have to say either June Cleaver or uh, Mrs. Cunningham. What about, do you know who Mrs. Cumming, Cunningham is? Uh, I don't. Do you know who Jean, June Cleaver is? I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. You young whippersnappers. Who would you guess would be on the list? I guess your first oh, choice with the television um, moms. Man, I you're really, so much younger. I, I don't even know if your your name would be on here. No offense. That's yeah, not an no, offensive no, statement. I, I, I honestly can't even think of any off the top of my head. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, number one is uh, you nailed it. June Cleaver, mm. number one. Uh, Claire Huxtable, two. Oh, yeah. Carol oh, Brady, three. Marion Cunningham, Wait, who was four. Three? What who? did I say? Okay. Uh, Carol Brady. Carol Brady oh, from the Brady uh, Bunch. Marion Ross and Donna Stone. Yeah. You probably don't remember Donna Reed in uh, the Donna Reed show, no. tied with Marion Ross. And then Harriet Nelson, which is way, yeah, way, way older way back, than yeah. all of us, although I've seen reruns. So there you so go. So Marion mm-hmm. Ross, which is Mrs. Cunningham. So I got two of the uh, top five there. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that, I mean, I know this is a poll and probably people are kind of doing it, you know, tongue in cheek and right. just kind of light. But do you think people really wanted their moms to be like June Cleaver? Um, do you think that's a psych? Here I'm psychoanalyzing hmm. the parents and kids. Do you think? I, w- I would think at least back when that show was popular, I would think so, yeah, because that's kind of what was expected back then. The pearls and dressed up. And... All dressed up, have dinner ready when the husband gets home, and yeah, and your family is perfect and everything works well. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Culture's, mm-hmm. Culture has changed, definitely. Mm-hmm. I know with Donna and I, and you, Dan, and, and Kathy, mm-hmm. you, you both work. Right. And so you kind of have to uh, kind of juggle. Well, if you for, can call this work, yes, then yes. I thought you were going to say nursing. Is nursing, <laughs> nursing, is nursing is definitely work? work, yes, but this this not so much. What kind of thermometer is that? Does that go in the, where, in the back, in the front? Where's <laughs> oh, that gosh. thing go? I'm not just Wait, take shirt. that out of your mouth. That was a rectal <laughs> thermometer. I'm sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. Oh. That is a lot of work there. But uh, culture has changed. Mm-hmm. And my parents, I don't know about your, your. I know your dad worked, I don't did your mom mm-hmm. work growing yeah. up? Yeah, okay, in your worked. day. So mine did as well, and that's carried on back in the day, of course, in the 50s. They usually didn't. Uh, today, everybody's working, and uh, sometimes that can cause a challenge in the families. And uh, sometimes, you know, just leading teens as parents and mm-hmm. as pastors can be a, can be a challenge. I was a, a youth pastor, and is a challenge, is a, not can be. Is a it's a challenge. It was a challenge then, but probably, I mean, all those kids now are in their late 30s, early yeah. 40s. Yeah. So I would assume that uh, the uh, the challenges are a little bit different sure. Different now. So leading leading your your youth and youth, what would you say youth would be in the what category age-wise? Uh, for me, I mean, I lead um, middle school and high school students. So really that teenage years, um, really the whole spectrum of it, everything from 12 to you know, 18, 19. Hmm. Middle school. Sure. Now, middle see, school. I still have a middle schooler. Yeah. And I, I'm on medication because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. Yeah, because middle school has <laughs> got to be the toughest, wouldn't you say, Dan? Oh, it's got to be the, yeah. the, the toughest segment, if you will, yeah. the journey of getting your kids through. Because middle school kids seem to be crueler. For whatever hmm. reason, don't yeah. you think they have a lot more energy? A lot of more energy. Yeah. They're kind of learning the pecking order in, on, on that stage, right? Yeah. And I know it's church, but churches uh, that it's in our culture, so you probably face some of that. Lead, you yeah. want to lead them. You're leading your, I'm going to say, kids, young men and women somewhere. Yeah. Number one is is relationship for you. Three things for you: empower, relationship, empowerment, and what's the third one? And authenticity. authenticity. So yeah, I love to talk about some of those three ways to really. 
you know, if you're listening, whatever sphere you lead in with students, maybe are a parent or a coach or a teacher, um, just some three ways that I've kind of learned and not just me saying it, but students weighing in. Um, we'll talk about that in the podcast. Um, we had students, we asked them, what do you look for in a leader? And what do you hope to get out of people um, that you want to follow? And uh, they gave me kind of those three. So I'd love to talk about relationship and empowerment and authenticity. Well, let's, ways to let's go ahead and do that a little sure. bit. And we'll talk more into the next segment since we've got a little more than two minutes. So define relationship. What does that mean? Because relationships sometimes can bring up a picture of I've got to drop everything and you know play games with my you know video games with my my kids or what what does sure. that mean? What is what yeah, is relationship? So so when we ask teenagers in our latest podcast um, that we do called the Leader Project, um, me and another youth pastor go out and ask other leaders big questions on leadership. And so this last episode we did something really unusual and we asked the students and we said, man, what do you guys look for? What do you think a leader is? And man, we didn't tell them the questions before or anything, and they just gave amazing gold answers. Mm. And um, so some of the things that they said was they really look for people who want to connect with them, who really just want to spend time with them, um, who want to listen to them and hear them out. And so I think sometimes we see leaders as, you know, we just want to say, hey, come follow me. I'll tell you where to go. Right. And teenagers really just say, would you just take the time to, to listen to me and to yeah. get to know me? and to build a relationship with me. And I think that's a huge part, especially with this next generation and how to lead and connect with them. It's amazing the difference just going to their band concert or going to their football game or whatever, what a difference that makes that they see you there and they're like, wow, he actually cares about me. He's taking time to do this. Is that a part of it? Is that a part of the listening? Yeah, that's a huge piece. Or the relationship, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's definitely what I've learned is is just listening to them, Mm. hearing out their heart. Because so many times, especially, I think that's where the disconnect comes from different generations we think we know what teenagers want and what yeah. they're like right right um i mean if you, we would just take a second to stop and just listen to them mm-hmm. and hear their heart um i think that is more powerful than almost anything else you can do in leadership yeah. let's do this let's take a break and then on the other side of us i think relationship is all of these uh, components are huge but let's really hone in on relationship give us some stories and and to help us because we still have kids at home. We need all the help that we can get. Amen. Uh, the Reverend Pastor Bradley Hamilton with us, Life Ridge Church. He'll be back with us in seconds. You're listening to Faith Talk Live and watching. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Stay there. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy almost Friday to you. Classic song there from uh, Grand Funk doing the locomotion. Mm. They redid that song. I think that was redone yeah. a number of times. Yeah, very, very many times. Ah, that was 70 something. I'm going to say five just for the. 74. You're close. Very good. Close. Yeah. So classic song there. This guy, not a classic. Uh, he is innovative. He's amazing. He is a part of. Uh, LifeBridge Church has been for some time. This guy can bring it mm-hmm. not only on the, not that this is a sub-level, what I'm about to say, not only can he bring it in the youth level, mm-hmm. but he does Sunday mornings from time to time, and I've watched his stuff on online, mm-hmm. and I mean, he brings some good stuff. Who are you stealing mm-hmm. from? Huh? Are you stealing Hopefully that stuff? Hopefully no one. Yeah, try not to. Probably from uh, from Anita and John, right? Yeah, that's you're, you're it. You're stealing that that's stuff? That's it. They do, they do help a ton, man. I, I love it. I love speaking and, and just bringing the word. That's my passion. You I'm, can, I'm waiting on you, you to give his it. name. 
Oh, his name is uh, Bradley Hamilton. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh, I get a, I don't know. I just get, there's an ointment on that there name is. and on that guy. I get chills. Let's talk about relationships and teams here in seconds. But first, coming up next Thursday, Dan, we're going to be broadcasting live at Women in Ministry. Oh, and Lord. the special speaker is going to be uh, Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth. And it's going to be a great, great uh, time. We usually um, get to talk to the speaker before they go on mm-hmm. on the live broadcast and a couple of the dignitaries of Salem Media group right uh they will be there we'll have a great time if you're a lady and you know if you are and you're in ministry you can be a part of it faith talk atlanta.com i think i saw that uh from calvin and tanisha mm-hmm. tanisha is going to be there and speaking oh, or uh, introducing, introducing or something people. yeah introducing yeah. everybody yeah. really taylor scott I, I call her tanisha because i'm making fun mm-hmm. of the uh, Morning show down Those, the hall. That morning show down the hall that nobody knows about. Calvin They're not Tennessee. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, They're only yeah. on like 67 stations all over the planet. They anyway. don't get 7,000 views like we do <laughs> with the Nita Renfro. <laughs> we love them, though, to pieces. Love this guy, too, Pastor Bradley Hamilton here. And we're talking about teens and relationship. All right, last segment you talked about relationship. There's three components you're going to give during the show. Hopefully, I'll give you time. Um, <laughs> rela- uh, you talked about relationship, empowerment, right. and what's the other and authenticity. one? And authenticity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So relationship. You're talking about time, and Dan mentioned showing up. And that's what I've noticed that Dan does that. He shows up, and he sh- probably showed up at a lot of your events uh, because he was your uh, youth pastor of sorts at some time. Yeah. And uh, he was there, and he really, really cares. I've noticed that over the years. So relationship, as a parent, as a leader, tell us more how we can do this thing in the 21st century. Yeah, I would say a couple of things that actually make it very simple. Um, One we kind of said last segment, which is just listen, Um, get to know them. And what I've kind of learned, especially, you know, you look at some teenagers and think, well, how am I supposed to relate to them? They're very different than me. Mm -hmm. They have a totally different family background. But I've really found that everyone has something they're passionate about Mm -hmm. and something that you can relate to. So um, you know, I just try and listen to a student and maybe it's something as simple as a video game that they really love. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can figure out what they're passionate about and start to talk with them about that, you will see them come alive and begin to explain what they love to you. And uh, it really helps build that foundation. So I would say listen and kind of figure out what their passion is and just talk with them on that. And then the other one Dan kind of mentioned is really just spend time with them. You know, it may sound simple, but you know, I don't. Every time I meet with a student, my goal is not okay. What do I need to teach them mm-hmm. during this time? Um, my goal really is just to get to know them, to right. talk with them, and uh, even if it's something simple, like if I'm going to, uh, you know, Walmart to pick up a bunch of stuff um, for a youth event, you know, and uh, I'll pick up a student from school and just say, "Hey, you want to go to Walmart for a couple hours and help me shop for." crazy summer party stuff. And sometimes those are actually the most impactful and spiritual conversations you'll have mm-hmm. um, just by hanging out and spending time. So, so. you find that stuff kind of naturally comes out of you because you said about, well, what can I teach him? What can I, which I think is common and has been. I tried to do that. Sure. I spent time, but I always thought, well, they've got to learn something with me yeah. before they go. Right. But it naturally comes out. Yeah. Doesn't it? And what's crazy is I'll hear students say, remember last week when we were talking about this and you said that one sentence and that really helped me. And I'm going, I don't even remember that conversation. <laughs> I had no idea. I said that. That's really good, though. T- tweet it out, you know, yeah. but uh, but I didn't even know that I helped in that way. So I think that's really it. And, you know, when we did the podcast, a lot of the students said, when I said, what are you looking for a leader? Um, they really said, I want someone who wants to get to know me outside of that sphere of influence. Mm. So if it's a coach or a teacher that doesn't just say, okay, I want to get to know your athletic ability. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, I actually care about you as a person and a human being. And those are leaders that they really wanted to follow. 
Bradley Hamilton, uh, one of the pastors uh, there at LifeBridge Church. So what have you seen? You've been doing this for a while. And I love, too, that you not only step out and go beyond, but you're also finding out what other leaders are doing, which I, which you know is very, very healthy. So what have you yeah. seen in the, the, the middle schoolers and the teens that you've had a chance to impart to? Man, I think, you know, one thing I've definitely been learning with this podcast is leaders are so willing to share what they've learned. You know, and I, we go talk to some leaders who have so much life experience and have seen it and done it all, it seems. And they just, it means so much to me and Cody for them to take the time to say, hey, here's some of the mistakes I've made. Here's mm. some of the roads I've gone down that I don't want you to go down. Or mm. here's what I've learned to take the time to share with us that when that doesn't help them at all. That's, that just helps us. Um, has been so huge to me. And so I've really um, hoped to do that with other students and say, man, anything that I've learned, any mistakes I've made, I want to be an open canvas to say, hey, what can I give to you to help? And that's kind of where the second one comes in of, you know, the second way to really connect and lead students is with empowerment. Mm. And I just want to help them in any way I can and almost pour it myself for, for their betterment. Bradley Hamilton talking about the podcast. Where can they hear the podcast? The uh, podcast, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's called The Leader Project. Um, so you can find us. Not Leader on Hosen. There as well. Not Leader Hosen. <laughs> Leader, Leader that's Hosen. Completely Leader, different. Leader Project. <laughs> Have you had parents come to you and say, you know, since you've been spending time with my kids, they, they're acting different. They seem mm-hmm. to be more open. And it makes me, it draws something out of me. Have you had any parents say that? Yeah, you know, that's been one of the most humbling things is, and I tell parents all the time, like, I'm not a parent. I can't imagine the pressure and what that's like. Um, And so it means so much to me to be able to partner with parents and uh, have them say things like that when, because they see their kids day in and day out. I see them, you know, every now and then once a week. And for them to tell us, hey, man, since my kid's been showing up, their demeanor's changed. Their grades have changed. The way they look at life and other people has changed. And, and I just step back and go, that that can only be God because mm-hmm. that's an incredible thing that, that we get to do, a very humbling thing. Grades have changed. I'm going to give you a number. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> it's my youngest son, Elijah. He's 14. Uh, he's got 117 IQ, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't stop. I'll give you his number and you can Perfect. you can uh, talk to him. Bradley Hamilton, <laughs> awesome. you mentioned Cody. Cody was on the show before. Yeah. I think we talked a little bit about the podcast yeah. then. Yeah, we did. Have you know, what's Cody's last name? Harmon. You, you almost hesitated there. No, did, no, do I got not know. <laughs> well, he just but got married. Got we couldn't remember his name. <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay. Have you noticed that? Now, so what's his name again? Cody Harmon. You don't hear angels no sing when his name no. is brought up. <laughs> Only when we mention Bradley Hamilton. <laughs> Yeah, see, I think he's him. watching too because he told he texted me and said wink at the camera for me. So wink. I did that earlier. So if you saw that happen, that was just nice. I just did so. for him too. So there <laughs> wink, you go. wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Bradley <laughs> Hamilton here talking about uh, relationship with teens. Three components basically. All right, empowerment. As we walk yeah. into that, we've got a few minutes before a break. What does that mean? Okay, yeah, so, define empowerment. Yeah. So when you're you start to listen and build a relationship. What you'll naturally see is things that uh, these students or teens are good at. Mm-hmm. And some of them, they'll kind of know this and know is their gift, but others you'll just see. And so when I hear a student say, hey, I'm passionate about this, or I'd like to you know, get more experience in speaking or leading in whatever area, um, my goal at that point becomes, how can I help you do that? I want, you know, instead of building my platform and just saying, follow me to this place, like, I want to say, okay, if that's your passion, if that's your talent, I want to help you be able to do that thing. And so even recently, I've had a bunch of students come to me and say things like, you know, I'm interested in doing more speaking. 
So I have, I have several students who right now are on a plan of I want to set them up for success and help them do that. So I'm, I'm teaching them some things I know. I'm giving them some books. And then they're actually on a plan of, okay, in two weeks you're going to give the announcements. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks after that you might you know, do something more, talk about camp or share a testimony. And then eventually, even like this last couple of months, I've had several students speak on our Wednesday night um, because I just really, like I said you know, earlier, with so many leaders, I was given that opportunity to say you know, too many, I think people look at teenagers and go, well, one day you can lead. One day you can use your talents and abilities, just kind of chill for a while, and then mm-hmm. one day they'll take off. Mm-hmm. And I was so fortunate to have leaders say, right now I see this in you, and I want to help you do it. Yeah. And um, so I just hope to be that to other students. So I think that's a big piece of leading teenagers. And i got to give props to your current boss and leader who is very good at that, yeah. Aaron, the pastor there. He is so good at seeing and Bradley, you know, you're you're good at you're gifted at speaking on yeah. Sunday, so let let's set you up to succeed in that. And right, he's really good. Yeah, at that. what pastor gives up his pulpit to uh, at the time a 22 year old kid? Right, <laughs> like right. that's unheard of. Yeah. And so I've just been so fortunate to have so many of those leaders. And so I think there's a reason for that, and I really think that you know we need to with the younger generation empower them and say, I believe you can lead right now and today. Mm-hmm. And how can I help you do that? Love that. Bradley Hamilton, we're going to talk more. Authenticity is the next component. There's three. We're going to find out how to be more authentic with our with our youth, with mm-hmm. our teens, with folks. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Welcome back. Yeah, you're back. It is the fourth segment of Faith Talk Live, Throwback Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy almost Friday. Pastor Bradley Hamilton, Life Ridge Church is in the studio. We're talking about teens and uh, we're talking about how to connect with them. So mm-hmm. far, we've talked about relationship and there's no way we can exhaust that particular component, <laughs> right? right? No. I mean, no. we just scratched the surface. So yeah. check out his podcast, you and what's that kid's name? Me and Cody Harmon. Yeah. 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 Cody's Notice again, no angels, no angels when we mention <laughs> his name. No. All I hear is crickets up there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, where can they go to hear the podcast? Yeah, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's called The Leader Project. Hey, we're on iTunes, everybody. Hey, yeah. okay. You have a Facebook page, too, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Facebook, The Leader Project. Um, if you go to my Facebook, Bradley Hamilton, I'm usually sharing it, so you can find it on there as well. Um, so we're trying to be all over. Awesome. I sent a friend request to you, and, and that's been like, Almost a year, and you still haven't responded. <laughs> That's it, not true, because you like something this morning, so I know you're on my Facebook. <laughs> so Pat, you notice that he stretches the truth every once in a while. That's another you? spiritual gift that I have. I don't know what spirit that is, but it's Speaking a Speaking of your gift. spiritual gift, that Throwback Thursday song, name that uh, song. Welcome back. That is uh, the guy that was in Love and Spoonful. Uh, I just lost John. his name. Uh, John Thumb. John Sebast- Smith. John Sebastian. Jen, yeah, there you go. Good. <laughs> 1975, maybe? Maybe six? 76. 76. I the, used to watch that all the time. I did too. Love that show. Yeah, great show mm-hmm. there. And a great topic. We're going to talk about uh, authenticity here in seconds. Mm. Tomorrow, the O'Brien girls are back. And uh, we will start taking medication, what, tonight, Dan? So that we'll <laughs> we be, should have taken we'll be a, good. a week ago is when we should have started <laughs> it. It's going to be a great show. They're amazing. They have a show on Faith Talk Atlanta every Saturday morning at 6 in the morning. Yep. We're going to talk about that. Going to do a little improv and more. That is uh, tomorrow's show and also you can get dr john MacArthur's uh, free book it is uh, none other and you can get it free faithtalkatlanta.com 
and do that for a limited time, right? For the month of For a limited May. time only, operators are standing by. <laughs> are they standing, Dan? They are. They you are know, indeed. I think we should get our more than a receptionist, Shamso, to stand more, don't you? Yes, she should. Yeah, Definitely. She, she is amazing. Speaking of amazing, Pastor Bradley Hamilton. <laughs> that what does are we not going to do? What are we going to do when you're not on the show? We don't hear that often, do we? No. No. We just need to say his name every once in a while. I think we show, should. So. Yeah, every every segment. So we're talking about teens and components really to love them and lead them because you can't lead them without loving them. Well, sure. I guess you yeah. could lead them, but it just it's not fruitful. Right. Yeah. Is it? No. You've got to have love. I, agree. I think that's why number one, as we said, was a relationship. Yeah. That, that's got to be a huge piece of connecting, leading with teens. And number sure. two. And number two is empowerment. So to help equip them to lead and they've already been given gifts and talents. So really our job is just to help them in that, not to say, follow me to say, how can I help you? Lead? And that's huge in itself because so many people look at teens and go, oh, well, you know, eventually someday you'll be something. But right. starting now, I mean, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And what I've been blown away because, man, some of the, like we just recently, this is a perfect example. Um, we have a student who's kind of taken over our producer role now with our services. As we've grown. He kind of makes sure, you know, the stage hands move and the mm-hmm. worship happens and they go through the run through. And he's blown me away because this high school kid is so good at this that he keeps me on my toes. And he comes to me and he's like, hey, you didn't do this. You need to make sure you're, you're here on wow. time. And, and I'm like, man, it, it's so cool because we look at you know students and say, one day you'll lead. Mm-hmm. When some of them are going to be better at things than we are. Mm-hmm. And we actually mm-hmm. need them to Especially help Especially with us. technology. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. Third component. We're running out of time. It's yeah. authenticity. What's the definition of authenticity? Third one is authenticity. And this just means that I think when we're leading... One, we need to practice what we're preaching and just be people of integrity. Um, but two, I think a, maybe a, even a bigger piece is just to be you. Hmm. You know, I, I don't. I think students, and they said this a lot in the podcast when we asked them. That's where these three came from. Is what are you looking for? Um, they said, "Man, we just want people to be real." You know, we're not looking for them to try and sound like us or talk like us or mm-hmm. become any, because I don't think people, leaders set out to be inauthentic. Right. Yeah. I think that they, you know, want to connect. And so they change themselves in certain ways to try and be something as a leader. And uh, students don't want that. Right. You know, and, and we talked about this a little bit, but it's an ongoing <laughs> joke in youth ministry that, uh, that students can sniff out a fake yes. in a second. They're, they're yes. that one crew that if, if you aren't authentic, they know it. And yeah. uh, I asked them that and they were dying laughing. They're like, yeah, it's so true. We, mm. we totally do that. And, and I think it's true. I think they just want someone to be themselves. They're not asking you to try and be anything that you're not. And we were talking about this as we walked to Starbucks just a little while ago, and I, and he was talking about that point in particular. And I said, so is that why Joshua is mortified every time I dab in front of him out in public? <laughs> and he said, yes, that's it. He doesn't want me to try to be like him. And I do it just to embarrass Joshua, so it's it's a lot of fun. As, as parents, and, and that I find that with Elijah as well, because he hates my corny jokes. Yeah. Um, and he hates Have you ever me. dabbed for him out in public? I've tried to, but he yeah. said, Dad, d- just don't. don't. No. He said, that's not even dabbing. You don't know what you're doing. And the fleek on fleek and all that. That's yeah, way he's old. Just, yeah. yeah, so he's just not there. But there's some, I mean, it's ridiculous for me to try to talk, use the same vocabulary and wear the same clothes because I'm 56. That's just me. So how do we move in and become authentic and not be, how do I say that, Dan, repulsive? Because mm. we're, we're old people. Yeah. Can we still have the same connection? Oh, I think absolutely you can. And that's the one thing I hear from students again and again is they are just looking for someone that cares about them. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, your background or your style. Um, they're not looking for that. They just look for someone who cares about them. Mm. So I think that, I mean, I think there's definitely value to understanding, 
you know, the world they live in and the kind of things they like. There's value in that. But they're not asking you to be anything that you're not. So in being authentic, because uh, so, you talked earlier about uh, talking to someone and seeing a passion and asking them about it. Because uh, I can ask you about a passion that you have mm-hmm. and, and really not care what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Just say, hey, yeah, so tell me about this game that you're playing. And then I'm not really paying attention. And they can tell when, when oh, you're yeah. not engaged. Sure. Mm-hmm. So is that part of authenticity? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, you know that's what teenagers pick up on is mm-hmm. when if you are just kind of disengaged, it's very clear to see. And I think we all can see that in other people mm-hmm. in a sense. And so um, I think that's the piece just making sure that your heart is really tuned into them mm-hmm. and they'll keep you accountable. We talked, me and some leaders talked about that in the podcast. I had another, another leader with me and she said that students almost keep her accountable because, you know, if she isn't, you know, practice, walking out what she's talking to mm-hmm. them every day, mm-hmm. um, it becomes very apparent. Wow. And so it's actually a, a really cool thing to be able to do life with teenagers who um, will kind of help you, yeah. <laughs> you know, make sure that you're, you're actually living out what you're telling them to live out. Hmm. Pastor Bradley Hamilton, uh, we're talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the hallelujah course. Uh, that, <laughs> they're probably taking five. They're worn out. They, they haven't said <laughs> that many hallelujahs are, yes. <laughs> in such a short time. Yeah. Life Rich Church and the podcast. Again, what's the name of the podcast? It's called The Leader Project. Have you ever, uh, and knowing how you are, you probably do, you have youth, someone come to you and you go, it's, it's, it's an area where you're not really up to speed on you're not hmm. savvy in sure but you go and find more information on it so that you can sound intelligent hmm. and have a relationship right is that important at sure. all yeah and to i think read that, up to be yeah yeah absolutely i think that goes into authenticity too because the last thing i want to do is pretend to, to know something that i don't yeah, you know and right. and you know even yesterday i had a meeting with a student and a parent and they were dealing with a family situation. Mm-hmm. And I had to be honest and say, man, I, you know, I can be here to pray and give my, you know, advice and, and help and support. But as far as the situation goes, I've never been a parent, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have that family situation, so I don't know. But what I can do is, you know, like you said, I'll, I'll help you find it. Let's go find the answer together. Let's That's go so meet good. with other people and, yeah. and figure out what mm-hmm. to do. Wow. Love that. Pastor Bradley Hamilton uh, here. So upcoming podcasts, do you have, what are you going to cover, you think? Uh, what's uh, what's in the future for your podcast? Do you Man, know? yeah, well, so what we're doing right now is we're just trying to find leaders on topics that we're currently, you know, struggling with. We want to be the voice of a generation and be authentic even in the podcast and mm-hmm. say, I don't just want to go ask the cookie cutter questions. We want to go out and say, hey, we are struggling with this. And um, so just recently we met with uh, Brian Bloy at Westridge and we asked him about emotional health and mm-hmm. auth- that authenticity as That's a good. pastor and ministry leader That's and a good. public figure. And uh, so we've been asking some of those type of questions. So we have some more of that coming down the road, some stuff that may be tough to ask, um, but we're we're just looking for the answer to some of those. So. Awesome. Love that. And again, they can uh, listen to the podcast and uh, someday soon you will have a video podcast, uh, no doubt. So. Yes. Yeah. We're ho- hoping to get that down the road for sure. So we can then harass you uh, if we ever get an opportunity. <laughs> That's right. We'll to start on <laughs> Making comments, and you, we can have there you wink you at us, and there you go, all that good stuff. And then uh, July, what's coming up in July? Yeah, for yeah, you? yeah. Oh well, July, I'm actually heading to Israel. What? For a little bit, yeah. For real? Yeah, I can't wait for vacation, for ministry. What? What's uh, the deal? Yeah, really, just to see it for va- for fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's always been on my bucket list, and I'm one of those people who's really weird, and I actually have an actual bucket list, and so I kind of that's, 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 so. that's not weird. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. really cool. First place you want to see. First place you want to go to? Oh man, I really want to float in the Dead Sea. That just sounds uh, 
really awesome. Which would be great because it'll be 150 degrees while you're there. Right, July, so. yeah. And it's yeah, not in the Red Sea. It's actually on the Red Sea, right? Because it's all salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah so or the, the Dead float. Sea. Yeah, yeah. Dead Sea. Yeah. Honestly, the Dead Sea. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, have a great time. Make sure you put Facebook pictures up there so I can keep up with you. I will, I'm living man. vicariously. Through. Maybe he can steal some rocks like, uh, <laughs> uh, like Pam Jenkins <laughs> did. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> Stole some rocks from where uh, Goliath oh, was. That's so funny. Was yeah, yeah, one of uh, Goliath's uh, kidney stones, I yes, think, is I think. one of those uh, rocks. <laughs> anyway, great show tomorrow with the O'Brien sisters. Check out uh, Pastor Bradley's podcast, him and Cody. It is amazing. We'll be back. Have a great Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.